BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast and happy Wednesday. Hope everyone's having an amazing hump day. Let's get the Strice Brothers out to celebrate hump day. We have our pillows. The Strice Bros are here in spirit. They're actually extremely busy today packing for an amazing weekend out east. They are so excited because they're such Hamptons girlies. Brass and Strass and 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 Brass and You know, Bryson Streisand is kind of the song that never ends. I was just thinking that. When do you end it? The thing about me is like when I learned that song, I never unlearned it and I will never, I will be singing that song well into my 90s. This is the, do people know that song? Okay, I think everybody knows that song. I think everyone is really hoping that you don't start it because I don't think there's a more annoying song or anything out there and I really think it will be (coughs) harmful for your brand if you start singing that song. I just feel like there might be people who don't know what song I'm talking about. I'll sing it once, okay? No, no, no. I personally, like, I'm boycotting this. This is the song that never ends. It just goes on and on, my friend. Some people started singing it, not knowing what it was, but they'll continue singing it forever just because this is the song that... And then it goes on and on and on. And don't lie, I saw your shoulder shaking a little. That song has a way with, with no, words. I can't, you I like honestly, the beat. I can't talk about this song. Like Why? I, I just, I hate it so much. Oh my God, I love it. You did it. a nice rendition. I'll Thanks. give that to you. But... Like, I need to move on from this song. I, I think I have trauma. Why? Because it's so annoying. It's gorgeous. No. Like, for me, the concept of a song that doesn't end, heaven. Let us know what you think. Are yeah. you pro or con? Yeah. They're, everyone's going to be con, but that's because they don't know anything. They don't know shit about fuck, <laughs> as you would say. Put it in the swear jar. No, bitch. That's your thing. You owe me like $1.25. Okay. No, I owe baby to baby $1.25. Yeah. I'll, I'll send it. Don't worry. I'll make sure the money gets there. <laughs> oh, sure. She's going to run a Ponzi scheme through my swear jar. <laughs> Buy a purse. <laughs> <laughs> um. <clears throat> Today is Wednesday, which means a multitude of things. The first it means the first thing it means is that our live show, Breaking Bread, our Spotify original, has a new episode coming out tonight. We will be live from 7 p.m. Eastern time to 8 p.m. Eastern time. You can listen live on the Spotify app, or if you want to download the Spotify live app, make a username, join the chat, get pulled on stage. That'll be really fun. It also means that we have Dear Toasters today, which I'm super excited about because I read through them. And the last one is truly a doozy. Like, wow. I don't know if we're going to be able to give proper guidance because it's truly a conundrum. I think you need to make that the first one because sure. sometimes by the third one, I'm still thinking about the first two and yep. I can't wrap my head around Jackie. it. That's just a little secret, a trick of the trade. Jackie. Done. Wow, you're so... Efficient. 
what's the word? Accommodating. It's a pleasure. Um, today's episode is also really special because at the end of the podcast, we have an interview with Jill Zarin talking Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. The video is also on YouTube. So check that out and just sit back, relax and enjoy the power of the toast. You know, by the time you're done listening to this episode, it's basically July 4th weekend for you guys. 100%. Would you say that we have a great show for them today? Um, do you want me to say that? Like, are you ready to start? No, no. I feel like there's so much more to be said. Actually, I literally... Every day, it's like when we do the show, but just my days in general. Like, when I'm done with the day, I never think about it again. Like, I don't know what I did yesterday. Every day, I, like, sit here. I'm like, what did I do that I wanted to share? IDK. You know, I think that's part of survival. Like, leaving things in the past. Yeah. But yesterday, we did record the Redheads episode about Girls with Bright Futures, and Claudia joined. I did. Jackie, we were FaceTiming, and she was like, I'm going to go record the Redheads. Like, she was sitting at her desk with her microphone, and I'm like... Should I make this about me? And I definitely did. You know, I think that four people is the most amount of people you really can and should have on a podcast. And to add a fifth who's no wallflower. Right. <laughs> like, definitely, I think Dana was, you know, most affected by my presence because she probably yeah. gets, like, sidelined most of the time because she's, like, not shy, but she's not as, like, loud as everyone else. Yeah. Um, I definitely think it was a really fun thing that, like, I shouldn't do again because it is too many people. Yeah, it was. But we had a really good time and, you know, one more opinion. And Claudia actually took a stance that no one else had. So I'm glad you added value to the conversation. Yeah. Justice for Kelly. Justice for Kelly. Also, what's crazy is that this is already my sixth podcast I'm doing this week and it's only Wednesday morning. Wow, that's insane. Isn't that insane? And we have to do one more after this. same for you because you did Redheads. Yes. And we're, yeah, by tonight it'll be seven. No, no, no. Tonight we have seven and eight. Seven we're recording after this for Patreon. And then Breaking Bread. And then Breaking Bread is eight. Eight podcasts in three days. Podcast, podcast, podcast. They never sleep. We're giving you content all weekend, you guys. So you, if you're on a trip in a share house with people that you don't know because you're with your partner's friends, like, listen to the toast. We're here for you. That's why, like, whenever I see, like, any people I follow have podcasts, and most podcasts are weekly, and they're like, oh, I have to actually do it tomorrow. Like, what? Like, if they're always saying, I'm going to do it on Monday, and it's like, actually, I'm going to come out on Tuesday this week. What were you doing? <laughs> And that's not to say, like, recording a 60-minute podcast isn't a lot of work. It is. But, like, literally, what are you doing? <laughs> when a person has seven days and they need an eighth day. Yeah, no, and, like, you're, you're always doing – people always are like, I'm going to do every Monday, every Monday. But more often than not, they're like, actually, this week I'm going to do Tuesday. Yeah. It's like, girly, we're doing a podcast in three days. But then again, that's why we're titans in our industry. Right. That's why we're number five on the comedy charts right now when we have – two episodes in the top 10. Yes. I saw that this morning. I actually screenshotted it and I was like, going to post it to my story because I was feeling hashtag proud. As you should, bitch. As you should. I think I will. I like never brag on myself unless it's like I'm reposting someone else, mm -hmm. you know? Unless someone else is doing it for you. Right. But like even the number two on Spotify thing, I didn't see until someone put it in Toast After Dark. Though I do look at the charts. I just... I never even thought we're never on the Spotify charts ever because That's like true. most people listen on Apple podcasts. Um, so I don't even go there because it's a little depressing and it feels like we're being shadow irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Irrelevant girlies. No, irrelevant but we're uglies. just irrelevant. Yeah, no, but, and that's, you know, there is comfort in being irrelevant. hundred percent. So, you know, I think part of this job is like, it comes in waves. Like a lot of people are talking about you and then like there's a lull and when you're in a lull, you're like, oh my God, like my life is over. Like I'm, at least for me, like that's how I feel. I'm like, I'm depressed. No one's talking about me. Um, and then like a peak will come and even if people are talking about you, it's always going to be good and bad. Of course. So then I'm in a peak and I'm like, shit, like I would long for the days of being irrelevant. 
moment. Right, 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 right. Like just quiet out the noise. Right. That's just like the mental health roller coaster of being a podcaster. And an influencer. And yeah. we speak on behalf of influencers. Like Everywhere. we're kind of the voice for the influencers. So it's actually so funny. I said after Monday's episode, I got so many messages from influencers like thanking me for my tirade justice for influencers. Yesterday, I got so many messages from Tuesday's episode being like, why do I feel like the influencer you were talking about who you like hate follow is me? I'm like, no. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm like, girly, if I follow you, like I love you. I don't follow people I hate. Right. Can you tell us like who thought it was them? Just some talkers, some like people like that I'm friends with. I think they were like joking, but like, oh, that's they were, I think they were messaging me to find out who the influencer was, but I will take the secret to my grave. I love that for you. To my grave. And as will I. I know. Steel trap. And that's what's so important about being in business with your sister. Yeah. Because if you were just like my friend, you wouldn't really like, you would, you would keep the secret, but like if someone pressed you and like you were drinking, like you would say it, but you're bound by blood mm-hmm. by that secret. And, and I don't it, have a lot of, I don't drink. Right. <laughs> and I don't have a lot of secrets. Do you? No. No, I think like secrets, if one, it's tough to have, it's important to have like personal like things Boundaries. and thoughts, whatever, but it's like they say, secrets keep you sick. And if you can talk about something, like it already uns the burden. That's true. So that's my philosophy. I like that. And I, I try to like, if there's something going on that's maybe a secret, like I definitely tell like you. Yeah, 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 and, like, yeah, yeah. Mom and like our family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't have secrets from like my close, close circle. Yeah, you don't. You don't. No, okay, I don't. Cool. I'm really like an open book. I should probably keep more secrets. Close it up. Close your legs to married men. <laughs> Close my book to married men. Um, well, we have a great show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm ready to start if you are. I guess so. Hmm. How's Harry? He's good. Thank you for asking. He's just a sweet little nugget. Dreaming of Auntie? Dreaming of Auntie. You know, he really loves you so much. You know what I'm dreaming of? Like spending like four days uninterrupted in the same house as Harry. Like that is going to be like so special. No, and he like got all of these clothes for the 4th of July. He's Mm. such a patriot. Mm. Like he loves his country. Mm. And he's really going to be in theme all weekend. It's going to be really special. Mm. You guys, like I cannot wait. And I've, I've spent like uninterrupted time not to like pit niece against nephew but like my only experience <laughs> but here I go but my only experience like with children is of course Michaela like my first everything was with Michaela um and it was amazing you never forget your first you never forget your first but Michaela like did and does hate me with like a deep fiery passion and I get it like I'm super annoying like and I guess she doesn't want to be like entertained all the time like she'd rather hang out with her friends or like watch tv or play with her toys um but there's something about Harry that he is like obsessed with my annoying energy Mm -hmm. and to have that energy received is so fulfilling like I really can't put into words like what that's like like Harry would love the song that never ends done he would love it he's like it never ends sign me up sign me up and Harry, like, I swear, like, I always sing to children because that's, like, my talent. Um, most kids, like, Michaela would just, like, look the other way. Harry, eye contact, smile, giggle, thinks it's the best thing. Like, he's obviously, like, a true... I feel like he's, he's going to grow up to be a... of the, ar- of ta- the arts. I think he's going to grow up to be a talent agent. Like, he sees talent. He knows what's good. That's so true. We should get him a he job. He could also be, like, a film critic, like Ebert and Roper. Oh, my God. I could totally see him on the back of Taxi TV, Sandy Canyon with the Eyewitness News Movie Minute. But he would just think everything was so amazing. No, no. <laughs> what are you trying to say? No, like, he loves everything. He loves entertainment. Period. No, I think if someone was singing poorly, he wouldn't smile. And, like, Why? Wait. I sing, and he loves it. But you're his mom. Like, he heard, your, he heard your voice in utero. Like, he knows you. That's true. Me. Actually, you know, somebody did say something in our Toast After Dark Patreon group that I thought was really poignant. Because we were talking maybe on a Patreon just about how, like, obviously I'm Harry's favorite auntie, truly by default, because I spend the most time with him. Um, But we definitely have this connection. And someone was like, you know, you sat here for nine months pregnant, 
sitting with me for an hour every day, I talk like 75% of the time. Like Harry definitely knows my voice. And then I when saw he, that. Then when he came out of the womb, he was like, oh, that's that bitch. That's yeah. my bitch. Yeah. That's I my think, morning toast girly. I like that theory. Me too. And I think it's totally possible. I think so too. Hmm. Makes you think. Makes you think. Maybe I got to go like sing around all the pregnant people I know. It's just so when their babies come out, we have a connection. You, have fav- you find favor in their eyes. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Definitely. You know those machines that like you put like two things on the belly and then there's wires connected to a microphone? Yeah. First of all, when I'm pregnant, I will be purchasing one of those. Um, and second of all, I'm going to purchase one now like to go around to all the pregnant people I know and just like serenade their children. Love that for yeah. you. You're welcome. I just, realized, business. I just realized I haven't eaten a thing like all day. My yes. stomach was making I mean, crazy noise. All day. No. It's not 4 p.m. It's literally 9 a.m. Okay, but well, when you wake up early, it's oh, like yeah. late in the Would day. Would you like some of my Fiber One bar? No, because we're doing so well on the charts and I don't want to ruin things. Yeah, no, no chewing. So we I'll starve. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, should we dive in? Now I feel ready to yeah. dive in. So without further ado, do, 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 do. where are you? Come back to the toast. Wait, do it again. Do 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 do. Where are you? Wait, why are you changing the melody? Why can't I improv? It's only okay when you do it. Yes. <laughs> do 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 do. Where are you? Come back to your auntie. <laughs> Come back to your auntie. <laughs> Come back to your welcome. <laughs> Come back to Brazenstrassen. Brazenstrassen, Brazenstrassen, Brazenstrassen. We need to release an EP. Like, <laughs> of all the toast jingles. And by the way, like, that would be an amazing album for kids. Okay, so let's say, how many songs? Maybe, maybe like six to eight minimum okay. to be on an EP. Bryce is Tristan, obviously. Do to do. Do to do to do Dora. Do to do to do to Dora. Do to do to do to Dora. Dora the Explorer. Perfect angel, Dora. Love of my life, Dora. Sweet. Kisses Dora. Crunchy lips Dora. Sweetest fur Dora. That's actually the song that never ends. Oh, that is. Okay. Um, final story. Yes. Um, wait, we have more. Uh, well, we have some other ones. Snitch that on we the sing. toast. Um, oh, snitch on the toast, but I'm bum. You were singing, um, like, we have some personal songs that we sing. I don't know if we would include those. Like, no. when you sing, like, Rocks and Tree Lil Top. Harry. Lil Harry, That's yeah. such a good song. So we can maybe add that, like, in the bonus Patreon edition. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> welcome to the morning toast. Welcome, 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 welcome to the morning toast. toast. We'd probably have to get, like, copyright, like, licensing for that from... She's the man. Yeah, but there's one other song. Oh, and then also sometimes, what was the new Bryce one? Hmm. Brass and Strass and Brass and Strass. No, there was one member. You got it. Oh, first of all, Bruna. Bruna, Bruna, Bruna. Bruna, Bruna, Bruna. And also, Thuma. Thuma, Thuma, Thuma. No, that would be one song. Like, <laughs> yeah. One verse Bruna, one, one verse Thuma. Yeah, but there was the one... <laughs> You know who we need to tap for this? First of all, like we actually like if we do it, like we need serious like people. And you know who? So, you know, Jackie Schimmel's husband in the studio. I could see Jackie Schimmel's husband is like a big music producer. He worked on like one of my favorite One Direction songs. She told me once. And whenever she does anything like musically, like he does it for her, like in their office. Like we need that. We do. Like, my God, if Ben could just, like, work in music. We need to go to the studio, lay down some tracks. Yeah. And, like, upload that. We also are in a studio. Yeah, no, but this is not the right... T- as someone who's recorded two um, flop songs, 
you need like a real studio. And if anyone out here is like friendly with, or you yourselves are like a music producer who being like, do I don't want like a producer. I need everyone to do the whole thing, you know? Mm -hmm. Lay the tracks. We can write the lyrics and of course perform them. But like, yeah. I think if we came out with like a children's EP, it would be so popular. Agreed. And now that we're saying this, like people are going to come out of the woodwork with, with more songs. songs that we have. Like we also have, I just took like for, um, DNA test turns out I'm a hundred percent Russian. Oh even yeah. When I'm fleeing countries, yeah, I've got heart problems. That's a puppy in me. Bling bling. <laughs> then I solve them. That's a doctor in me. Should have had a bad tigs, just a little. We, we'll work on it. Yeah, well, yeah, they'll be like the rap. This is kids' Bob. What is the EP gonna be called? <laughs> Toast tunes. Oh my god, bitch! I was literally gonna say that. This it's just writing itself. Okay, we need, we're always like saying things we're gonna do and never do it's them. It's literally kids bop. It should be called toast bop. And the thing is, is like, it's fun for all ages. Mm -hmm. Moms and kids alike. Kid tested, mother approved. I think people are gonna love this. Yeah, we just have to like do it. Yeah. Wow, mm. I love that for us. Yeah, me too. And we have a relationship with Spotify, so they have to put it on the new releases page. On um, New Music Friday. Obviously. We need Bryson Stratton on New Music Friday, and I won't settle for anything less. For every Friday in perpetuity. Yeah. Cause it's Stratty, Stratty, gotta get down on Stratty. <laughs> Very good. Okay, now without further ado, it is time for the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. Today's episode is brought to you by Peloton. Peloton has a team of world-class instructors ready to motivate you 24-7. Peloton instructors are highly trained fitness pros who motivate you through every workout, whether you're a regular mom at the gym or someone who is new and getting back into working out. Whatever your fitness level is, Peloton instructors don't just teach, they motivate. They have thousands of live and on-demand classes so you can keep it fresh always. From cycling and strength training to yoga and running, experiment with new types of movement, judgment-free at a level and pace that feels good for you. Um, Jackie, I know you are a Peloton girly. Tell everyone your username if they want to follow like the Pelotosters. I get so many messages asking for my username. I should make it a highlight, but I don't. My username is Jackie OW and I've done a ton of running classes, boot camp, cycling and I do really good class curation I'm not gonna lie and then I just go into my class history and redo the classes I've already done and I'm like why does this instructor always talk about how she used to work in banking and it's like because I'm listening to the, the same, same class, class yeah over and over again but Peloton has thousands of classes they have arm weights yoga they have literally any type of workout that you would want to do I love Peloton this ad is really just like calling me out though because you know it's been a minute since I got on my bike you are but allowed I'm a Peloton girly through and through We're, we have the Pelotoaster community it's a Facebook group we do rides together at like certain times of day it's mm -hmm. so much fun everyone high fives one another like if you've been on the fence about getting a Peloton Hop this is fence. your sign. Hop the fence. Right now is the perfect time to try out Peloton because the Peloton Bike Plus is now $500 less and it's Ooh. the best price yet. Includes Ooh. free delivery and setup. Ooh. And there are more game-changing prices available on the original Peloton Bike and the Peloton Tread. So visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. Great. Thank you so much. Our first story, a little justice news, but it's lacking in justice as well. Okay. Ghislaine Maxwell, the accomplice to Jeffrey Epstein, has been sentenced to 20 years in prison for sex trafficking. Bye. Peace out. What's the injustice? The injustice is that she's sentenced for sex trafficking, but who was she trafficking to? Right. Like How that's... can you be like sentenced for a crime of like, you know, helping facilitate sex trafficking and rape and abuse, but who were the Your abusers clients. and the rapists? Yeah, no, I think there's something like that feels unfulfilling about this Ghislaine Maxwell story. Like we've been so focused on it. And now that we got the verdict, it's like, that's great. Not but one how, name, not right. one client. She's the one person who went down. Like it's so bizarre. No, but like how can you 
be like on a solo mission of sex trafficking like was she the one doing like trafficking them for herself well maybe she didn't sing for her supper and that's why she got a, a heavy sentence like if she had given names she probably could have gotten like four or five years no uh i don't know if it's that or it's just like the media covering up like these big wigs no it would have it would have come out it would have come out why her trial was like no if if she had said it wasn't who, in the trial no and then those people would be prosecuted we would right. know if she said any names and her sentence would be much less. I don't think it was because she's a good friend. I think I don't think she's a good friend. I think probably like her family will be taking care of like something, you know? Yeah. It's just. It's like sometimes I hate to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but when it comes to Ghislaine and Jeffrey, like there's no way you can't be a conspiracy it's theorist. Not, like it's not conspiracy. This is straight facts. She did this whole sex trafficking ring. Who was on the plane? Who was at the island? Like those people are. Right. Need to go down. Like even the. What's his name? Prince Andrews. Yeah. Uh, like, where's, where's the, the justice? justice? That's so true. No, it feels incomplete, this story. And while we love it Queen Ghislaine. It feels like, like theater. You know, it's like here. Performative. We, like, yeah, like this person, it's over, done with, case is closed, justice has been served. And it's like, but what about the whole ring? Yeah, like, no. This was a major operation. That's a really and good what call. about the fact that Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself? Like, right. what about all that? I know. And I, I know we've all moved on, like, from that time period where, like, literally ev- the word out of everyone's mouth was Jeffrey Epstein didn't mm-hmm. kill himself. The but, name like, on everyone's lips. <laughs> right. But we need to get back to that because, like, literally he didn't kill himself. Question mark. Yeah. Question mark. So every time, like, the story resurfaces, they could be telling me, like, Glaine Maxwell will be paying for the rest of her life for what she did. But it's, like, it's just not enough. And I just want to say if Glaine Maxwell turns up, quote, unquote, dead in prison, meaning she, like, fled the country and is living the life of Riley in, like, Antarctica, um... I will have I questions. I heard that Antarctica is beautiful this time of year. And yeah. it's really the place where you go to live the life of Riley. Well, it has to be one of those countries that doesn't have extradition, right? Is that the word? Yes. Like where a, cr- a criminal can live and they don't have to send them back to the States. Yes. But that would mean that like we know that that's where they are. Yeah. You know, I think if, if she fled, it wouldn't be like send well, her like, back. If she did protect the most powerful people in the world, like in exchange, they could get her out of prison into a safe house. Like, she could live in a palace in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, by the sea. By the sea, yeah. Sounds nice. Mm-hmm. So They could rebuy the island for her, and she can go live there. Oh, it's on sale. <laughs> Literally. So, Galaney, from the bottom of my toes to the top of my fucking scalp. Fuck you. Is that a TikTok sound? Yeah, Tanamojo. Gotta get Tana on the podcast. Got to. There's, like, a couple people who I just feel like if we say their names, like, we'll get them on. I, but, like, people I really do want to interview, Tana Mojo being one of them. Yeah. so many questions. I've become such a big fan of hers She's over the years. so funny. And, like, I don't really watch her content or anything, but, like, I do like her. And I do think, like, as a big-time loser move, I did, like, slide into her DMs recently and just, like, respond to one of her stories. Like, lol, ha, you know? Maybe it made you lol, ha, ha. It did. That's why. I'm a genuine person. I sometimes do that to people because, like, you should know that I, that it was lol, ha, ha. Yeah. And when, like, when someone, like, reaches out to me and it was, like, lol, and it's, like, you know, fellow influencer, I'm like, I made you laugh. Yeah, no. And then if, like, I, I message someone who I've never spoken to before and I see that they've messaged me previously, like, responding to a story or something, I'm like, oh, my God, we are friends. Right. Did she follow you, Tana? No. Oh. Okay. Yeah, so You've that was... got to work on that. That was sad, Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you ready for our next story? I am. Some very scary news. Travis Barker was rushed to the hospital in an ambulance with Courtney by his side. On Tuesday afternoon, Travis Barker was rushed to the hospital. The drummer was photographed lying on a stretcher outside Cedar sinai Medical Center in L.A. while the Kardashian star followed on foot. The musician was seen being wheeled out of the ambulance while holding his right hand up, which showed his unmistakable ta- skull tattoo. Courtney, for her part, was seen only from the back. She was in an all-black ensemble and had her hoodie up over her head. The... 
Reality Star's security team followed closely behind in a black Range Rover, tailing the ambulance, ambulance as they arrived at the hospital. Both vehicles were apparently entered through the wrong area and re, were redirected by hospital oh. personnel to a different entrance. Right after the story made headlines, uh, Travis's 16-year-old daughter posted, please send your prayers. And also in the midst of this uh, medical emergency, Travis tweeted, God save me at 10.45 a.m. It also is worth noting, it is the name of his song with Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, and I thought it was before. But the timing is eerie. I thought it was before he was photographed it in was the hospital. It was at 10.45 a.m. And I think, well, that's... And it was the afternoon he was rushed. Okay, so maybe it's just like weird Coincidence, timing. yeah. yeah. Um, and then he was, I think, supposed to perform with MGK and his son Landon stepped in. Wow. Which is cool, obviously not under these circumstances. And they haven't told us like what's going on. I just feel like if you go to the hospital in an ambulance, like there's something really bad. Like, yeah. Because a lot of people, like if you go to the hospital, like someone can drive you. Mm-hmm. And I think obviously not for the Kardashians, but most people don't go to the hospital in an ambulance because it's so expensive. Mm-hmm. But like if you're in an ambulance, that's like dire need of care immediately. Yeah. So I'm like really concerned. Me too. And obviously like they don't owe us an explanation. Like medical privacy is a thing, but like I'm beyond curious like what's going on. Of course. I agree. Curious. Respect their privacy. Yeah. Hope he's okay. Like hopefully it's just, you know, appendix. You also know? like uh, Alabama saying please send your prayers. Cry emoji is like really sad. Scary. Yeah. yeah. I wonder what's going on. You think it has anything to do with his arm? If his arm was like up in the photographs, even though I, that could mean nothing. I don't think so. It looks like he like, it looks like an okay arm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what, what, like, maybe they make you keep your arms up. Right, but they're, like, so healthy, you know, like, the cleanses and they're vegan. Right. So I wonder. Yeah. Sending prayers, truly, that's so scary. Yeah. Courtney must be bugging. I feel like she doesn't do well under, like, in a crisis. You think? Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. So I'm but just you like, never know until you're tested. Yeah, yeah. That's true, actually. Do you think, I think you do well in a crisis. I'm yeah. like full fucking panic. The world is burning. Yeah. Shred the files. Like, I'm, <laughs> I am the worst in a panic situation. If the, if the crisis is about me. If it's about someone else. I think I'm extremely rational, honestly. I think I'm... Because really, I don't care. I'm really good in a crisis. One, because that's just like my nature. But two, I don't realize something's a big deal until way after it happens. Yeah. Whether it's good or bad, mm-hmm. you know? Yes, I agree with that assessment. So that way, so I see something, I'm like, okay. And right. then it's like later, I'm like, girl. Yeah, no, I'll see something and always think it's a bigger deal than it is. Oh, yeah. Like a drama queen. Yeah, like, yeah, that's... You know who the worst person in a crisis is? Ben Suffer. The worst person in a crisis. Like, you think I'm bad? He's so dramatic. Like, let's go to the greatest lengths. Like, the the thing you would do as the last resort, he's like, yeah, let's do it first. He's just not good in a crisis. That's so funny. Yeah. And he should be because he's the oldest kid in his family. And, like, you have to have, like, a sense of, like, calm and... You know, like Olivia's very... Olivia's a little drama. Yeah. Olivia's not drama, but Olivia just like talks in hyperbole exclusively. Yeah. Yeah. And she'll admit that to you. Yeah. But I wouldn't say like... No, and Olivia's someone that you want to go to like when you have to clean up your mess. And like she'll help you, like she'll get the shovel and she'll help you You bury bury the body. body. And she'll never say a word about it. No, but she will. It'll be very exaggerated. Yeah. She was like, so we were in this forest. Yeah. It was literally... A thousand degrees. We had to walk, we walk 200 meters. Miles. Yeah. 
<laughs> Olivia loves to exaggerate with like numbers. Yeah, 200 packs of gum. Oh, no, God, that's what I was just going to say. Can you remind me of that story? That's, by the way, so in our family, Olivia probably hates it, but we're always saying like she's an exaggerator. And it started with this one story. No, it's just like this story was emblematic of how she exaggerates. I don't remember the details, but loosely I remember that like we, we were on were vacation. Young, we were on vacation. We were going to Walgreens. Yes. We were old enough to like go to the pharmacy for, for ourselves. And we bought like what we wanted. Maybe you bought a pack of gum and I bought a pack of gum. And somehow when we got home, like we were all fighting and she was like, well, you guys were the ones who needed to go and buy 200 packs of gum. And she ratted us out. Like, yeah, she was like, they literally bought 200 packs of gum. We're like, what? <laughs> and back, like as the oldest, like Olivia's word is gospel. Right. Like we could fight and argue and have proof. Look, there's just two packs. <laughs> Doesn't matter because Olivia is the oldest. It's as if we chewed 190 On the packs. way home. So it's like <laughs> Olivia's word is gospel. And like, it was so frustrating as a kid because like you can't argue because Olivia's the oldest. When we went to the Walgreens, she was in charge. Right. So maybe like we didn't get something that we needed to get because we spent the money on buying 200, 200 packs of gum. gum. Like, oh my God, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> and she like, fucking ratted us out. Like we didn't even do anything. We just wanted gum. Yeah. 200 packs though. Yeah. I, could, <laughs> I can't. That's so Olivia. She's going to kill us. Kill us. Okay. Our next story, the ships are sinking, you guys. Yeah. And Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader have broken up. We should add them to our list. Maybe not Anna Kendrick, but Bill Hader for sure. Yeah, Bill Hader for sure. And Anna Kendrick, who did she used to date? You know who she always reminds me of? Who? Rachel Bilson? Kat Dennings. Oh, Kat Dennings used to date Josh Groban. That's yes. why you love Kat Dennings. Add Josh Groban to the list. Kat Dennings. Can't um, think of anyone more eligible. Kat Dennings unfollowed me on Instagram, even though we've like had DM'd a couple times, like exchanging like replies. I thought it was like incredibly hurtful. Damn. Let me see if she ever. Un I, I mean, I unfollowed her once I realized it. I unfollowed her back immediately. What about Josh Groban and Chloe Kardashian? I knew you were gonna say that. That to me, like, I think I would could retire. Yeah, she unfollowed. I me. could retire peacefully, knowing that. Khloe Kardashian was sleeping in the arms of Josh Groban. Or Bill Hader. He's like a funny guy. He's I think tall. it's age appropriate. Yeah. I could see him like vibing with the Actually, Kardashians. I could see like now that Kim is with P, like <gasps> the SNL crew. Yeah, like Chloe being open to someone funny of that nature. Yeah. And Bill coming across her desk. Yeah. Honestly, even though I'm not like an Anna Kendrick girly, I did think this was like a nice couple because they were like really low-key and quiet and they've kind of been together for a while. Mm -hmm. um, so those are the types of relationships you don't really expect to break up. Yeah, these to me, like if you had told me they've been married for 20 years, I would have been like, yeah, I knew that. Yeah. But he also briefly dated Rachel Bilson, And right? I miss them already. That was like an iconic. And you know, I just didn't see for Bill Hader like becoming like this bachelor man about town. No, like, I could see it because in Trainwreck, yes. he was everything i think he owes all of his ace like a-list star relationships to amy schumer mm -hmm. because we can i think we can all agree that we were not looking at bill Hader like that until his role in train wreck a hundred and thirty five percent we were just like plus 200 packs of gum <laughs> we were just like that funny guy from snl he's in some of our favorite films and shows but we are now seeing him in a whole new light and it's it's started the second i walked out of the theater watching train wreck yeah and that's on telling the truth mm-hmm I'm sad for him and Anna, though. I'm not going to remember this because I barely remember that they were together. And when I we know. announced that they were together, I was like, wait, he broke up with Rachel Bilson. And when they announced he was with Rachel Bilson, I was like, wait, he's dating Rachel Bilson. Yeah, no, it's shocking. It's really shocking to keep all of this apart. But if he were to date Chloe, I would never forget it. Never, ever forget. Or Josh Groban. 
Are you ready for our next story? Only if it's a story that's brought to you by Caraway Homes Non-Toxic Cookware and Bakeware Collections so that you can make healthier cooking a piece of cake. The Non-Toxic Kitchen wares are all designed for the modern home and they feature a chemical-free ceramic coating so food can be prepped with peace of mind that no hard-to-pronounce compound is going to leach into your healthy ingredients. All of the sets come equipped with easy-access storage solutions so that no stacking is required. The cookware set, which is modern and chemical-free iteration of the traditional 16-piece set, is boiled down to just the essentials, which is so, like, who the fuck needs 16 pieces? You need a frying pan, a saute pan, a saucepan, and a Dutch oven. That's all you need. I have the four piece. First of all, it's so cute. I got it in pink, and it just, like, looks good in my... Gorgeous. ...in my home, and it really is, like, so... You're, like, it's just a pan. It's really so much better and so different than, like, all the crappy pans I have in my drawers. It's not like other pans. It's not. It's so easy to clean. It's so easy to clean. It doesn't scratch nearly as easily as, like, some of the other ones I have in my cabinets. They also have a bakeware set, which is an assortment of non-toxic baking essentials that every modern kitchen needs so you can get to baking without any of the bads. They're super well-loved. They have tons of great reviews. Their naturally slick surface means minimal oil or butter for a slide-off-the-pan egg. And again, they're non-toxic. And they have no hard-to-pronounce chemicals like PFAs, PTFE, PFAO. Oh, my God. PTFO. Um... So if you want to check out Caraway Homes non-toxic cookware, visit carawayhome.com slash TMT. Take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. The deal is exclusive for our listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash TMT or use code TMT at checkout. Caraway non-toxic cookware made modern. And that's TMT as in the morning toast. Duh. Get your end lops. Yeah. Get your fucking ass up and cook. Yeah, and you shouldn't have to tell people. This is a camera pro situation. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Stop letting your food stick on your pan. You know, before I released my Grammy-winning song, 100%, we had like a few different iterations of of the chorus. Yeah, what was one of them? And sometimes when I say 100%, I say it like the old chorus. It was supposed to be like, 100%. Tell the DJ that I'm here tonight. Kind of sounds good. Wait. That's really good. Yeah. So when I say 100%, that's from like my old, one of the demos, you know, as they they say in the industry. It must be so hard for you artists to keep apart the final version. It's No, there's sometimes like I think of my old demo for um, Toast. It's stunk. I'm so glad we didn't go with it. It was like, how does that song start? Honey, time we gonna have a good time. It's been a while I've been waiting. And it it was. That's 100%. Oh, fuck. Wait, how does the verse of Toast start? Honey, down we gonna have a good That's time. That's something. A thousand hands up to this. Can't let it fade. So it was supposed to be like, can't let it fade. We got a sparkle in our eyes. Can't Sounds let like it a wait. Disney song. I'm counting down until we start. We're renegades. We come to play. Put that and on toast tunes. Play hard. Put Unreleased this on toast demos. Shoes. Yeah. yeah, because it I sounds like good that. when I sing it. But I have like videos from a studio, and it was like turn. Damn. But you won't know until you get in the studio. You know, us musicians know that. Obviously, that's why we have to get in the studio. If I were to put out an album on Spotify, I would just go to show you anyone can do anything. Anything is possible if you just believe. No, and if you work really hard and force people to listen to your mm-hmm. voice. No, of course. Like, we would, once we got you in the studio, like, we would show you, like, how to sing the right pitch and the right key. And then, like, a little auto-tune. Star. Star. I love that. Okay, our next story, speaking of stars, Lizzo teaches James Corden about Dan Time Dance on Carpool Karaoke and shares how Beyonce inspired her career. So last week, Claudia was saying that James Corden was teasing the biggest artist on the world was going to be in karaoke, Carpool Karaoke. He said the biggest artist in music right now. And, I, and she thought it was going to be Taylor Swift, and I said, no, who did I say it was going to be? I don't I know. I feel like I guess like Doja Cat. 
Oh yeah, and it's Lizzo, and I like we were wrong. stand by what I said, which was like the, he was being extremely literal. Yeah, in music right now. So obviously, I'm disappointed it wasn't Taylor, but I love to just see Lizzo doing her thing. She got a flute, and she was just like being flutio. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, her that's flute is like one of my the flute. My her f- fluting <laughs> abilities are one of my favorite things about her. Yeah, no, it's really cool, and no, it definitely sets her apart. And she's so good at it. And you know, I feel like she's just making like band geeks everywhere proud even though i'm not saying like if you're in a band you're a geek it's just like a trope leave me alone um and i feel like james gordon hasn't done karaoke carpool karaoke in a while at first it was like strictly legends and then he got like a little desperate and was like throwing like random people in there who like i didn't think had reached the mark yet and then he like stopped doing it yeah they needed a break yeah but taylor's never done it beyonce's never done it adele has done it celine dion has done it who else? Like Pink. legends wise. Pink has done it. Has I she? Think. I think so. She Selena Gomez. Like... Has Miley? Yeah. Her whole family had a show on Apple TV. Yeah. That doesn't count. I'm talking about no, like the James Corden version. She definitely did. Yeah. Pink did carpool karaoke. Has Kelly Clarkson? For sure. I need to watch that if she did. You know, the super. Oh, Kanye did the... airplane karaoke. Oh, that was so good. Madonna. You know, the Super Bowl should go through the YouTube playlist of who's been on Carpool Karaoke to see who's, like, big enough for the halftime show. Kelly's been on Carpool Karaoke. Okay, good. It should have been Carpool Kelly. Ari has been on. Ari, yes, Selena, the Jonas Brothers with Demi. And then they started doing, like, oh, you're not famous enough to be a legend? Let's put two, like, Demi like Lovato the and the Jonas Bowl. Brothers. Like the Super Bowl. Yeah. But, like, we need Taylor. We need Beyonce. Yeah. Katy Perry? I'm sure she has. Uh, yeah. And then we need to move on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's done it. So he's like really hit all of them. Maybe that's why he hasn't done it because like he's ran out of legends. Mm -hmm. But I'm glad Lizzo did one. It's like a badge of honor. I feel like it officially means like you have staying power in the industry, you Mm -hmm. know? And she looked great. She sang great. I feel like every time I learn more about Lizzo, like not from her music, but like on a conversational level, I like like what I say. Yeah. She's like funny and like self-deprecating and like good sense of humor. For sure. Yeah. And her music is great. So great. Yeah. In a minute. I'm Anita. Sentimental. Man or woman. To pump me up. Feeling fussy. Walking in my. Valencia-sie. Valencia-sie is so funny. <laughs> you know, it's like a TikTok thing to put like a C. Like when you do something really good, people are like, wow, Zendaya put her whole Zendussie in this. Oh. In this w- euphoria. Like when somebody does a really good job, it's like they put their whole Jackie Ussy into like your whole pussy into Jackie something. Jackie I like that. Jack Hussy. I don't know what it would be. No, I, I like Jackie, Jackie Ussy. Yeah, and so I like that she and she also loves TikTok, a fellow TikTok stan. So she's constantly, you know, using TikTok language in everyday life. Love it. Which you love to see. You love to see. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? It's the final story. And that's a magic number. Fifth and final story. Sorry for partying. Airbnb makes its party ban permanent. Airbnb announced a global temporary ban on parties and events nearly two years ago. Now the home sharing company is putting the ban in place permanently. Airbnb will continue to bar disruptive parties and events, including open invite gatherings. Party houses, which people book for a large event for one night, will also stay banned. Don't you feel like... This should be up to the homeowner. Yeah. Because let's say, of course, like 
you know, if you have a super nice house, you want families to come. You don't want people like trashing. And I get that. And parties mean mess. But I think some people would be okay with like having their customers pay a premium to rent the house for one night, throw a party. That includes like cleaning fees. They pay right. a little bit more. Um, I don't know why like Airbnb wants to speak on behalf of all of their Right, and also maybe, maybe they just like like the B and B format, but like you should be able to like book an Airbnb for one night and like have your wedding there. You know, yeah, that's a whole other business model for them. There but should like, be Airbnb biz, like corporate retreats. Yeah, yeah, that's like a, it's like so weird. It's kind of like on Cameo, you can book a Cameo as a business, but everyone has a personal rate and a business rate because you'd obviously pay more to be like, I love Lacroix, it's uh, delicious and bubbly. Interesting. Yeah, so like if. If somebody wants to do it as like an official venue with like a party, as like a venue for a party, venue for a corporate retreat, venue for a family reunion, like, no, actually family reunion could go in the personal one. But there should be like, like the, the homeowner should have the option to make more money if they want to. Also, what constitutes a party, you know? Right, is like, a dinner party? Like, oh, I'm renting an Airbnb. Um, th three couples are coming over for dinner, you know? Yeah. How many people is a party? What level of noise is a party? I think more than 20 people is a party. What if you had like 25 people and it's a silent disco? That sounds so fun. What if you have 30 people, it's a silent disco of sober people? No, that's definitely interesting. I just feel like it should be up to the, like so many people make their living exclusively on Airbnb. And I just don't think Airbnb should be restricting how homeowners want to use their house. Like if they're, if the owner's up to it. Yeah. Like you have to take, okay, let's say the house is, let's say a house is $500 a night. But if you want to throw a party, it's $1,500 and you owe me a $3,000 deposit just in case you break stuff um, and a cleaning fee. Like. What homeowner wouldn't want that? Like the option, but the you, option. But wouldn't most people just like pretend to try and get away with having a party and paying a lesser rate? Like yes, but that's fucked up. Like that's not cool. No, no. Airbnb is a crazy concept, and they're always like making crazy rules. You know, like they're very um, heavy-handed in their management. Yeah, but just this idea that like people are renting out their homes but the thing is with airbnb it's usually not people's primary homes no but some a lot of people like sometimes do, like it's both yeah but i think like the, the the way that a lot of people turn it into like a full-fledged business is by renting out properties that they don't live in yeah and have no intention of ever living right like in. when you go to nashville you really see like how airbnb has taken over so much of like the real estate economy every fucking house townhouse condo is like a full flip no one lives there permanently and they make huge income every year just by renting it out to like bachelorette parties it's very cool visitors and it's changed like now there's also like airbnb for cars you know is there it's called turo oh but it's not airbnb no 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 no. but it's like you know they yeah, changed I need a car the, for three days it's like uber for blank like it became its own industry yeah i think it's great i just think like and maybe they're doing this to protect the homeowners but i just think like give people the option yeah like, and they really should get into, like, venues. Don't be a narc. They should get into, like, business. Like, there should be two. Yes, but sometimes it's like, you, like I learned on Shark Tank, like, you can't do everything. Yeah. And you need to focus on your business model. And, like, also being, you know, a wedding planning That's destination, it's, it's too much. They too also recently went public. So, like, they're obviously doing something right. Yeah. So, like, who the fuck am I to say with my private company, you know? <laughs> Very private. We're so private. So private. Um, 
Should we dive into Dear Toasters? That was a fast five. Let's, please. Um, so we've got three great submissions that are brought to you by The Green Pet Shop. If you're like us and you talk about your pets as if they're human beings or treat them as your children, hashtag LARP, listen up. Summer's officially here and the risks of heat stroke in our pets in hot, humid weather are treacherous and very real. So The Green Pet Shop's patented and award-winning Cool Pet Pad is a self-activated gel cooling mat that keeps your pet cool for hours. It's pressure activated so once your dog or cat lays on the pad, they'll start to feel the cooling effects instantly. The mats are eco-friendly and there's no water, refrigeration, or electricity required. You just grab and go. So like if you're spending a lot of time outside this summer and your dog's just like following you around, there's no harm in just leaving the pad out because obviously I think people are more than likely to worry about their pets in the cold, but dogs can get overheated, especially their paw pads on concrete. So just have a nice safe space for them to relax, like Bruno, Mags, Magnolia, and Theo. Like, they need that. These pads are Bryce tested, Strice approved. Also, they also just have a lot of great products at the Green Pet Shop. Um, you can add fashion to your order with a pink or gray cover for your cooling mat and a pack of Pui Vuitton Eco Waste Bags. Pui Vuitton are the thickest, strongest, and most stylish eco waste bags on the market. They're made from cornstarch instead of plastic, so you and your dog are going to be a part of protecting the planet. To shop the cool pet pad and the Puy Vuitton Eco Waste Bags, use code TOAST for 20% off at thegreenpetshop.com. That's code TOAST at thegreenpetshop.com. All right, Dear Toasters, our advice segment, we do it every Wednesday. And if you want to submit, it's deartoasters at gmail.com. We will always keep your name anonymous. Do not worry about that. Um, if you want to submit, please do. Just always try and keep it brief. Not like brief, like just give us a need to know details. Need because to know. if you're writing a whole Megillah, even if it's the craziest thing, like we can't read it on the show. So if you've submitted and we haven't read it yet, it might be because yours is too long or it just sucks. But just deartoasters at gmail.com. We, we need some fresh submissions. Okay, I need to put my thinking cap on for this first one. Here's a little, bit of, that. Here's a little bit of background. Okay. My friend's dad walked out on her mom six years ago. Since then, my friend's mom has dated around and she recently fell in love again and married her second husband in June 2021 after they'd been dating for about a year and a half. Okay. I've spent time with my friend, her mom, and her new husband, gone out to dinner, hung out at their house. This past weekend, I was back in my hometown for the weekend. And I, oh, sorry, this was also written by a man, a gay man, I just think, because we're used to straight women. Mm -hmm. So this past weekend, I was back in my hometown and I opened up my grinder as I usually do. An older man messaged me. My grinder profile does not show my face, so people don't know who exactly they're talking to. Just a 26-year-old with nice abs, lol. So I'm scrolling, and an anonymous older man messages me and says, are you into older, question mark? Want to play today, question mark? His profile only showed his smile, but it looked vaguely familiar, and I had a hunch of who it may be. So even though I had no interest in meeting up with him, I replied, yeah, do you have a face pic? Sure enough, it's him, my friend's new stepdad. My friend is out of the country at a wedding with her mom right now, so it makes complete sense that this would be an opportune time for him to cheat. Now I'm struggling to decide if I should tell my friend or her mom. I don't want my friend to have to bear that burden after recently having her parents getting divorced, and I also don't want to spoil my friend's mom's happiness. After all, they could have some sort of open arrangement that is frankly none of my business. What should I do, if anything at all? I promise to provide updates if there are any. So I think... I don't know. There's a few... The thing is, like... Honestly, I'm torn. I do think, like... It's very possible that they have an open, like, thing. But it's also very possible that, like, her husband's gay and cheating on her. Like, yeah. and that's a real reality. And I do think, like, and I agree with you, like, telling your friend is, like, just passing the burden on to her. Yeah. Honestly, like, if you're, like, a, I don't know, gay men have a way of, like, telling you straight in a way that's, like, non-offensive. And I could see a way, like, of you, if you're close with her mom, just, like, going straight to her and being, like, listen, I just want you to know, no judgment, this is what I found. We never have to talk about it ever again. But I couldn't 
like really sleep at night if I didn't just show this to you and then we're done we'll never talk about it I swear to god nothing will change yeah I think that's a good way I don't think you should tell your friend I guess that's true I think that's a good idea right and I do feel like you know women straight women really feel like they can trust gay men there's like this unspoken bond and allyship so I do feel like if you went and went up to her and they had some sort of arrangement and you were like I don't know what this is I promise I'll never bring it up again she would trust you to like not tell her daughter and like really keep it between and not make things weird. Yeah. I like that better than telling the daughter and making it her problem because then also like the daughter will eventually tell her mom and like her mom will whatever her mom chooses to do like if she decides to stay with him or maybe this was you know something that she knew about like she'll always know that her daughter knows and like yeah and telling the daughter doesn't fix anything it just adds another person to the mix and then if the daughter then tells her mom her mom will feel embarrassed that like her daughter's friend has known for a few months. But, like, if this were you, like, in practice. In practice, like in let me theory, think. In, in practice, I would not do a thing, you know? Yeah, let me think of, like, a, a, I would, a friend of mine whose parents I know. I would make myself forget it. You would go to a friend's parent and tell them that they're part. Like, no, I would just but be, like. it sounds like they're close. I would just Live pretend like I never saw it. I know, but it's so big. In practice. But in theory, I like what you're saying. It's so big, like. And not only is he cheating, but he might be gay. Like, it's it's such a big secret to keep. It's really tough. That's a horrible situation to be in. Yeah. I think if if you think the right thing is to not do anything, then don't do anything. But if you do feel like you want to do something. I'm not saying it's the right thing to not do anything. No, I'm not saying you. I'm saying to the person who wrote in. Yeah, no, but I'm not saying I would do nothing because it's the right thing to do. Because I'm like. No, like if you I can live be, with that. Like, I, I would be, like, shaking in my boots, like, trying to tell her. You know, this might be a situation where an anonymous letter um, comes into play. You know, the first night at bed, Ron put his breast, head between a wait, cocktail waitress's breasts. Right. Just Even send, though like, that makes the whole situation more creepy and right, weird. Right, because then it's also she has to figure out her relationship, but then also who a the stranger, fuck this to me? A stranger knows. Yeah, no, that's scary. That's scarier. Either do nothing or go direct to the mom. Yeah. Depending on your personality, like if you're have that sort of a relationship, if you, you know, are very courageous. Yeah. But that's the thing with grinder culture. I think um, you know, most I would say like nine out of ten people on Grindr don't have their faces in it because it's really just like an app for physical connection. Um, and sometimes you will run into someone you know. And like I have gay friends who've told me about it, and like it's literally the worst thing in the world. That's Especially crazy. if you're newly out. Yeah. A lot of people use the app to experiment. And since you don't have to show your face, it's like you're not really, you know, there's no risk. Mm-hmm. Um, but then if you like message someone and it's always people in your area and then you end up messaging someone who you know or like like maybe like your cousin, like it can, oh it can get really murky yeah. because people don't say their names or their faces. They just have usernames and like usually the chin down. And it's yeah. usually like a sexy abs pic. So this is the the dark side of Grindr that they don't tell you about. Yeah. So we've given you two options. You know yourself and you yeah. know this woman and do what you think is best. But I'm sorry that this is that this burden has fallen to, into your lap. Yeah, but I do feel like you're equipped to handle it. Like I really yeah, do. I think so too. I don't know why. Because you want like you're just speaking like very matter of factly. No, and because no, like no, not like emotion. Like just I, what do I do? I think if it was like one of the girls' girlfriends it would be a totally different situation. But the fact that he's like a gay guy just makes me think like the mom will be more open to what he's saying. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know why. I just feel like that's the case. Yeah. All right, next up. Hey, Jackson Claude, iconic duo. <sighs> hey, I added the iconic duo. It wasn't written. No. <laughs> I was going to be like, she sounds wonderful. <laughs> How you doing? I'm an English toaster in desperate need of advice. 
Chris Camper? A few, weeks, you? a few weeks ago, my boyfriend went on vacation with his friends to Portugal. All the boys that went have girlfriends. We're a big group of friends. Today, my boyfriend let it slip one night that they went to a strip club and one of the boys, Maverick, got a hand job in a shower from a stripper. First of all, ew. Second of all, what do I do with this information? Do I tell Maverick's girlfriend? The boy, my boyfriend has sworn me to secrecy, but I just don't know whether I have a duty to tell her. Although I'm also aware that if I do tell her, then it would literally ruin her life. Any advice you could prov- provide would be greatly appreciated. Oh my God, you guys have really had me stumped today. Yeah, that's a tough thing. You know, I did go through something similar, but it was like with a couple that like I don't know I went through something similar too with a couple that I like I was talking to a friend of mine I had no personal stake in the matter yeah I was talking to a friend of mine who went on a bachelor party and he was telling me like one of the guys there who was engaged like did something bad but I'm like I don't know these people so like I just have this information but I'll never like do anything about it because I don't even know these people literally same so but but imagine if you were really close to the situation and the couple if I was really Your boyfriend put you in a horrible position. Yeah. And I love him for being honest with you. Sounds like you guys have a great relationship. No, I don't like that he told you because why why do you need to know? And it makes me feel like not to like, you know, cast doubt, but it just like makes me feel like he told you this thing about him, about this other guy, because like to get your focus on that and like maybe (gasps) he did something. Okay. Let's not make it more dramatic. That's just what I'm feeling like. Because like why throw Fred under the bus? Maverick. Sorry. Yeah. No, I really don't know what to do here. Like, I, I would need to know more about your friendship with this girl. Yeah. But you know what? And like, there's Sounds like it's time for an anonymous like, letter. Also, there are showers at the strip club that you can... That's what I'm confused about, for sure. Unless, like, they, they Took a stripper back. back. That's, that's different than, right. like, getting handsy at the strip club. Yeah, but still. Like, getting handsy at the strip club is also different than a fucking hand job. Like... Everyone gets handsy at a strip club, right? Isn't that mm-hmm. what you're supposed Actually, that's not what you're supposed to do. But, like, you always cross a line yeah. when you go to a strip club. No, but, like, to ejaculate? taking strip club tings out of the strip club is another line. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But even, like, physical skin-to-skin contact with an orifice is also crossing a line. Yeah, and it's like, you can't get a pay to get a hand job at a strip club, right? I mean, it depends on the type of strip club, but, like, I think you probably can. But isn't that illegal? Well, first of all, they were in Portugal, so I don't know the laws oh, there. I don't know the laws. But like, there. yeah, no, a lot of strip clubs, like you know, in the back have you know blurred yeah. lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, if you want to make an extra. So 20... if it was, I, I would say, if it was in the back, maybe don't tell her. But if they left together and took a shower and like, that's that's a little more serious, don't you think? Like, yeah, but I still think the hand job in the back is bad. But couldn't you chalk it up to like bachelor party things, not your business? I feel like, ba- club first of all, this wild. wasn't even a bachelor party. <laughs> Second of all, um, bachelor party gone wild is like getting a lap dance, like maybe putting your hands like on her boob for a second. Like, Let me ask you a question. If Ben got, if you found out that he got a hand job at a strip club. What? I would burn the place down. I, like ejaculating? Like, bitch, literally, I could do that. You could do that. Why do you have to have some random girl do it? Yeah. In the shower. That's unacceptable. Would it make it worse if they went back to the hotel and it happened? Of course. That's what I'm saying. Because you have all this time, like, on the cab ride, up the elevator. Yeah, like, like, I think there's a difference between getting carried away at the strip club versus taking it home with you. But I don't think getting a handjob is considered getting carried away. I think it's further than that. I think it's really carried away. No, I think it's cheating. (laughs) So would you want to know? Yeah, but the thing about me is, like, I don't, if this, if I was this girl in this situation, like, I don't feel bad about, like, doing the right thing and pissing off, like, a, a guy. Like, you literally no, fucked up. No, it's not about pissing off that guy. It's about disrupting the. It's about disrupting her equilibrium. And getting your boyfriend in trouble. Yeah, but it's like, 
I don't know, but maybe this is just the tip of the iceberg, you know? Yeah, if you're so easily carried away on a boy's trip, it's, like, not going to be hard for you to cheat again, or that doesn't mean you haven't done it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you should tell her, but, like, before you do, like, you have to get her solemn swearitude that you won't tell him that you heard from this girl, because then that gets her boyfriend in trouble, and then her boyfriend looks like a loser, like, you're not, like, going to be, like, bro code, like, so. This is a mess. If there's a way you can guarantee the girl won't rat you out, I do think you should tell her. Okay. Or an anonymous note. No, because then she also has to worry about who knows. This is a um, this is a case for Forum Spring. Remember that anonymous forum we like used yeah. to have in high school, and it was like, ask me anything. People would be like, you're fat. And I'm like, why the fuck did I put this up? Yeah. Form Spring. Tell her be like, we should get back into Form Spring, girly. <laughs> and then write be like the first one like. When your boyfriend went to Portugal, he got a hand job from a stripper in the back of a shower. Yeah. Unclear where the shower was. Sometimes form spring is the only answer. <laughs> and I mean that. I'm sorry. We couldn't be more helpful. I thought I was helpful. I think you should tell her. But, like, make sure you don't get your boyfriend in trouble. Because then he's, like, going to hate you. And, like, his friends will think he's a loser. Next up. And the final one. But maybe the friends are a loser group of friends that they need to disband because they're going to Portugal and getting hand jobs right. at the strip club. And, like, this is the sign that, like, maybe you and really they are growing apart. And they have girlfriends, yet they're not doing a couple's trip, but it was also no one's bachelor party. Right. Right. Like, if you're going to a strip club on a bachelor party, that's more understandable. But, like, a, just a trip with your friends to go to a strip club? No, I'm sorry. Strip clubs for people in relationships are extenuating circumstances, like a bachelor party. Mm-hmm. All right, final one. Hey, girlies, I've been listening for about a year now, and I love your podcast, and I need some advice about my current boyfriend. We've been doing long distance for three years. I noticed he was following some random girls on Instagram. I asked him if he was friends with these girls, and he said, no, he was not. So, of course, I said, so why are you adding them on Instagram? He then proceeded to say I was controlling since I was checking his Instagram followers. I just think in a committed relationship, you shouldn't feel the need to look at and follow random girls that you don't know. Do you guys think I'm justified, or am I actually crazy? Lol, thank you. Are they famous girls? No, it sounds like random girls like with 300 followers and if he's one of them. and I like how you write are do you girls think I'm justified or am I actually crazy because you are fully being gaslit like and he's making you think this is like a crazy thing for you to think when it's completely rational yeah no I think following like Instagram thoughts is just like fine and something we all have to accept unfortunately yeah but following girls the difference is is like the Instagram uh model or you know bikini model whatever is never gonna see your husband notice him whatever but like when a girl who's not who doesn't have a big following like sees this guy it's like he has visibility yeah with her and I think that is weird it's very weird and honestly what I find even weirder than the fact that he follows these girls was his reaction to your question like yeah it's full gaslighting you're controlling like this guy sounds like a walking fucking red flag like I really think you gotta go honestly yeah I think that's really weird I've never had to think about like following random lay people yeah but it's weird like he could dm her and like start a relationship and he's making you feel like you're being unreasonable and crazy and controlling and you're literally not and that's just like the beginning of the mind games honestly i don't Mm -hmm. see this ending well i think you should get out i know that's like not the answer you were looking for he's giving extreme takes and i'm feeling very conflicted today sometimes like people show you who they are and like you have to believe it like that's a crazy fucking response and like even the way she was writing to us like she thinks she might be acting crazy you're not he's literally gaslighting you yeah goodbye goodbye deuces Thank you for writing in, though. Sorry about the three years. And thank you to everyone who wrote in. Again, that's deartoasters at gmail.com every Wednesday. So if you didn't get read this week, there's always next week. And it's a long-distance relationship. So if these are, like, local girls that he's following who he has the ability to get in touch with, like, it's nefarious. Yeah. This is not it at all. Um, 
But that was it because that was our show. But it's not mm. over yet because if you're listening as a podcast, Jill Zarin interview coming up right now. And if you're watching on YouTube, head over to the previous video on our channel. The Jill interview lives there rent free. So thank you so much. To, oh, tomorrow's episode will be podcast only. We're yeah. not going to be in studio. We're going to be recording from the Hamptons. So we'll get like a fresh bucolic energy. Yeah, we'll just be like out east girlies thank you so much for listening to the morning show the millennial morning show where we deal with the fast best ways that you need to every Monday to Friday on YouTube so if you're watching this on YouTube please subscribe to the enjoy this interview with Jill we love you guys bye bye Welcome back to The Morning Toast. We are so excited because Jackie and I run in a fabulous circle of people and we are honored and humbled to be joined with the OG fabulous woman, Jill Zarin. Welcome to The Toast. Oh Thank you. Thank you. We you, have an audience. You brought uh, everyone and entourage. their mothers. Entourage. entourage. Thank do you, you so much for being here. Well, thank you for having me. So the girl with no job has a really good job. I never heard that before. <laughs> you are class. No, you've heard that every single time. Uh, every day of my life. Every day. Yeah, no. Um, we love you. Like, we think you, you. I mean, I rewatched Real Housewives of New York during the pandemic, and I always knew I was a Jill girly. Like, I was team Jill till I died, all that. Thank but you. rewatching it, I was watching it in high school. What the fuck did I know? Rewatching it over the pandemic, like, I had such a new respect for you. Thank I you. loved you on the show, and now you're here. Obviously, you're promoting Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, and I'm so happy that you're back on TV because you are really Thank and you. truly made for it. Well, I'm really here promoting Jill and Allie. <laughs> Ultimate Girls Trip is just a vehicle as we've seen on the show yeah. to promote my shit yep and that's all good you there's like a trope that you are always like hawking something new right oh well if you've seen if you i, I don't want to have a spoiler alert but mm -hmm. if you've watched episodes one two and or actually two and three um um you know the girls learn right away that i have a lot of stuff going on <laughs> i've got a lot of products i'm selling and sh and i give a lot of stuff to the girls and i i don't you know what it's so part of my dna mm -hmm. that I was wearing a shirt that I never made. I, it was just a sample, and I'm like, oh, it was a, it was um, it was a tennis sweatshirt, and it said, I think it's a Camp Zarin Hamptons Cute. or something. It's a Hampton shirt, and I said, oh, you know what? This is mine because I was wearing it, and and then they did on the TV, you know, ch ch, -ch ching, <laughs> and then they made a logo Jay Z TV like QVC yeah. Jay Z TV, which I actually now made a T-shirt on my website JillZarin.com in my merch. Yes, and of course I brought all my swag to give you as gifts. Oh, oh we're so excited! We love it. Don't gift. you love swag? We also like have so much Shop Jill and Ally stuff. Like I have everything: the phone charms, the jewelry. Thank so we'll you. take more, Thank but you. your Thank stuff is really premium. Yeah. Um, Oh, Do you where's have my this? diet coke? I have the sweatshirt that says, "Where's my diet coke?" She wears it all the time. If you drink it, we'll give you one of these. Yes, you know I'm always with my diet coke. Is but there diet coke in there? What do you think? Uh, what are your thoughts on Diet Pepsi? Nope. Really? Nope. Not unless they pay me a lot of money. Uh, <laughs> I actually love Diet Pepsi. I think more than Diet Coke. Do you really? I know it's like a I weird thing I recently discovered about myself. And I've had fights with people in restaurants owners about it, where they tried to like slide mm -hmm. it in and tell me it's Diet Coke, and I know it's not, and we have a fight about it. Um, Zach on in Main Street in, in the Hamptons, you know, he's got a new show serving. Yes. Yeah. He and I got into a big time a couple years ago, and I won. He actually called me up one day and said, uh, it wasn't a Pepsi Diet Coke thing. It was a Coke Diet Coke thing. Mm. They served me uh, Diet Coke, but it was Coke. And I knew it was Coke. I'm like, this is not diet. Don't One even knows. try. And I'm like, take me downstairs. He takes me downstairs. He shows me all the boxes that it's, because I first I said, it's fake Coke. Mm -hmm. Or it's Coke it's not Zero. Whatever. Yeah. And he shows me the box. It's actually, it's a brown box and it has the label on it. I mean, you'd have to work really hard to fake that stuff. Yeah. Um, so I go downstairs. Everything is right. But I said to him, listen, they must have switched it. There's a, there's a switch in the lines. He's like, Jill, they just put it in last week. 
I said, I'm telling you, do what you want, I'm telling you. A month later, he calls me up, he goes, I have to tell you, the guy came in you know, to service to fill us up. You're right, there was a mistake. They switched it. No, you, a true Diet Coke connoisseur knows when it's not Diet Coke. No, don't even try. And I could tell fountain from can, well, that's what I was just can from bottle. I mean, I go deep. What is your preferred method of Diet Coke? Is it fountain? Is it bottle? Is it can? Is it glass bottle? You know, bottle, plastic bottle, the big ones, is the best because it, le- it you lose the least amount of fuzz in it because mm-hmm. there's only this much air at the top. It's yeah. like champagne kind of thing. I'm a real connoisseur. But, but it's really about the ice, people. Agreed. What's your favorite ice? Um... You know, I like the cube. Mm-hmm. I do, but I have a, a two ice makers, one in each house. Like I have one that's Cuban and one that's small. I like them both. I like I the do. little nuggets. The nugget. Yeah, the nugget maker is actually the more expensive ice. Yes, I know. We're waiting for Prime Day to get one. You <laughs> see? What was the ice situation at Dorinda's house? There was no ice situation. Mm. There was a Dark. lot of no situation. Well, we were just talking about that with Allie no before. Food. Right, like, so, you know, Ultimate Girls Trip, first time they went to Turks and Caicos, gorgeous villa. I hear the next one is somewhere really fancy, like Bali or something. Uh, yes, it is. You Not went, Bali, but yes, it is. You went to someone's house in the Berkshires. And I it's did. a gorgeous, gorgeous home. Gorgeous, gorgeous. But did you feel like a little, like, mm, slighted? Did you watch the episode where <laughs> I said I did? <laughs> Uh, I think they used, actually, you know, we all get interviewed, we all get asked a lot of the same questions, and of course they had to use mine, so Dorinda probably hates me. Right. Uh, no, I don't think she hates me, but um, yeah, I said, and I'm sure she, by the way, Dorinda would say the same thing, like, why my house? Why couldn't I go to Turks and Caicos? Right. Of course. Why did I have to work so hard? She did work hard. She worked, let me, okay, tonight's episode, tomorrow night's episode is, um, according to uh, the executive producer of all Housewives shows in all cities, told one of our uh, produce, uh, one of the producers on our particular, in our company, who makes it, that it's the best episode she's ever seen of All Housewives shows. Wow. Wow. Which oh, I man. think is overstated, to be honest. <laughs> I don't think that. I don't know that, because I haven't seen every episode of every show. Mm-hmm. But And I was in it. But it's a lot of me. It's definitely circles around my storyline with Dorinda, of how mm-hmm. I met her, and kind of like the evolution. And it's, uh, Allie, what did you think? Allie saw it. Um, it's kind of must-watch. Yeah, no, I thought it was great. Right, Allie thinks it's great. Deeper look into you. You and Dorinda. All of us, all of us too. Did you have anything to do with Dorinda getting on the show originally? Like the, no. no. No, I I, I definitely brought her to the event with the mindset that I would love her to be on the show, but nothing ever happened from that. And Mm -hmm. then years later, Ramona actually brought her on. Got it. Yeah. What does it feel like to do it again? Like there's been such a long time since you were on. It's like I never left. Really? Well, you know, I'm still friends with the girls. Mm -hmm. And I never, you know, in spite of what you hear from people, and a lot of it's like, you know, haters, rumors, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, I never self-produced myself. I mean, sure, I would come up with ideas for scenes and things like that. You have to, otherwise you don't have a show. But I kind of just never see the cameras. I just let it rip mm-hmm. yeah. one way or the other. I think I'm, I'm actually probably, if anything, more edited now than I was back then. Um, Why do you think I, that I'm is? More, well, because I don't want to hurt people's feelings. I think yeah. I'm a little bit more. It's a different time, too. It's just a different time. No, but not even that. I probably would say something that's inappropriate if I thought it was inappropriate. But it's more that I'm sensitive to other people's feelings. Yeah. You know, a little bit more. But so you, I, don't, I don't think I'm as hardcore. And that's what you're going to see on the episode tonight. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Yeah. When you, you were constantly being brought up on the New York franchise long after you were gone. Right. Um, did that bother you in the sense that you couldn't respond or, like, defend yourself or just give your input? Well, if it was something that I would want to, yes. But most of the time, I was flattered. Yeah. You know, that they didn't forget me. I mean, a lot of housewives have come and gone. But I yeah. I feel like I never... I think people who don't watch the show on a regular basis still think I'm on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if they don't watch on a regular basis. Right. So, you know, I kind of kept myself relevant. 
Did Definitely. You, I really wanted, like, I don't think you ever spoke about it on social media, but there was a huge storyline that Bethany used Bobby's funeral for a photo op, and they really kind of went after her. And I would be beyond curious to hear what your thoughts on that were. You know, I don't want to go there, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, 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 it's done. Yeah. Um, I don't want to rehash it again. It, I can just say that um, I don't blame Bethany, really. I mean, I think she, it was nice that she came. I was happy to see her. I was definitely caught off guard with the filming. Um, they, what I would like to say that's important is because people don't know this, I was not paid to be on that episode. To be on that episode. I was never offered to be on the episode. I was never in, you know, given a release to be on the episode. I was never told I would be on television that season. It was a big surprise to me when I was on the commercial every day. Wow. Outside the funeral home with Bethany talking. I had no idea. But um, I'm happy that Bobby was honored. Yeah. He was definitely a big part of the show. Huge. Um, I think part of it was maybe a misunderstanding. But once there was a misunderstanding, they still didn't, like, make a donation. Make it right. And make it right with me or with the family or whatever. But you know what? I'm back on television. I'm in a great place with Bravo. Mm-hmm. I don't hold any grudges. Good. I think I've evolved to that place where I just, like, keep move, keep it going forward. That's really mature. Yeah. Like, also, it is, big right? I and, I'm not even, and I'm not even saying it like I'm saying it just to say it. Right. I wouldn't say it if I didn't mean it. Yeah, no, you I couldn't say it if you didn't mean it because no, it would just hurt. I, you, would, you know I'm lying. Yeah. I'm not a very good liar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a good liar. I can't keep, you know what it is? I can't lie because I don't remember. That's me. Like, literally. Yeah. And people think I'm lying. I'm like, I literally have no idea what you're talking it's about. It's your truth. It's, it's my truth. Like, it. what are you talking about? And There's people restaurant ask me by every Jackie's. day, like, would I go back on the show? I'm like, every single day. And no one believes me. They, first of all, I hate the word thirsty. I have to so I'm hungry. Uh, me too. I'm not thirsty and I'm hungry. So, so everyone has to stop telling me I'm thirsty because yeah. I'm starving. Do people call you thirsty frequently? Um, some people do. They like oh. to just, uh, Dorinda liked to poke me with that like word. Like you're thirsty to be back on the show, is yeah, what you're saying? Yeah, and it really bothers me. And I don't yeah. know why it really bothers me. It hits a nerve. Yeah. I guess because it's not true. Right, and, and you're so very fulfilled. Really I have a really great life, and just right. because, and I say, you know, you can't, um, you know, don't, you're projecting yourself on me, um, you know, true. like, the, the thou doth protest too much, that kind of thing, like, stop calling me thirsty, you're thirsty, no, you yes. know what I mean, like, I'm good, yeah. and, and, you know, people ask me if I want to go back on the show, when I give an answer, it's always the answer I feel today. Sometimes oh. I say, be great. Sometimes I say, I can never go back. Right. Sometimes I say, it really depends. It depends on who's on. It depends on when it is. It depends on how much money they're willing to pay. Right. You know, I never made a lot of money on the show. This would be the time to make money. And if it's not, why do it? I yeah. saw a clip of you on a podcast where you shared, like, back then you were making, what, $7,000? I right? made 7000 to 7500 the first season. Right. Then 5000 for the reunion. That's insane. And then, like, the second season it was, you know more but not much more mm-hmm. i really didn't start to make some money until the fourth season then i was you know gone yeah yeah you know? well speaking um, of the roni legacy that's coming out have you spoken to anyone about doing that do you know who's going to be participating i have i know as much as you do what do you think about you probably doing, know more what do you think about <laughs> doing the two shows like as a concept solution to what happened well last i think season? they're playing it safe i think they're making a backup plan yeah yeah rather than be off the air four years then start with an or two years and then start with a new crew by the time it gets filmed and out now you've lost another year from when you saw the OGs mm-hmm. and if it fails you have to wait another year to recast and do it again I think that they don't want to lose the audience completely and never get them back so I yeah. think that they're kind of hedging their bet however I don't know if that's a done deal it's not done for me so if they you know it's not done for me it's not done for Bethany for sure Alex and Simon are living their life in Australia. Can we talk about that? Because when I was rewatching um, 
the early seasons of Housewives during the pandemic, I remember in high school, like thinking, oh my God, Alex and Simon are like not okay. They're insane. And then seeing it again as an adult, like I very much had the same sentiment. Um, but I really actually do feel like they're really nice people. And that's what I gather, like even though they're, on the show, they were like a little off. I gather that they're nice people. And I'm and now they have this like totally different life in Australia. She's like a psychologist. She became she got her MD, M, not MD. She got a PhD in psychology and he became a lawyer. It's a different wow. it's a different um, uh, education. It doesn't it's not the traditional United States, but it's definitely still a lawyer. Um, and it's the kids have grown up and they're yes. tall and like amazing. And, um, you know, it was such a different time then. I was shocked that they fired them. I think it was a huge mistake. Me too. I think they ruined the show at the time. I did. I thought it then. I still think now that it never recovered. Never recovered its like glory. Yeah, because Which is it was why interesting. people want to go back and watch it because yeah. you only have four years of us together. Mm -hmm. Really, three with Bethany, and then she left. Yeah. But I thought it was great when she left. Not great when she left, but meaning that the show was still great without yes. her. And then they just destroyed it for yeah. no reason. For yeah. no reason. The ratings were great. They were making tons of money. And I never, I still don't have a straight answer why, but I was with Kristen Takeman last night for dinner, and she was on it. She was one of the people who came on after I left. Mm -hmm. And she said that um, they actually took, I don't remember this. She says they took like a year off at some point after she was on or before she was on because the show had done so badly when it came back with all these new people that it never really recovered. And what are... Alex and Simon's feelings about their time on the show. Did they love it? Did they hate it? Did they regret it? I think they regret it. Yeah. I think they regret it. They had to move to, they had to leave the country. Right. But I think their life is great now. Me too. I but thought I, I was looking at them But I don't think the circumstances Instagram. that they had to leave were great at all. Yeah. Um, he couldn't get a job here. Wow. Yeah, oh, it was wow. really hard. But I have to say, you know, Simon was like a monster to me. <laughs> I had, for no reason, honest to God, Ali was there. No reason, no reason. I didn't do it. It was he. It, you know what? It just infiltrated all our lives, and we just all became full of ourselves, and didn't have a handle being famous, and nobody was telling us what to do. Mm -hmm. and nobody had, you know, it was just a. There was no other celebrities to talk to that did what we did. There was no other housewives or husbands to talk to. We were the first. Yeah. And we paid a big price for that in a yeah. lot of ways. Uh, but there's some great things that come with being the OG. Of course. Yes. You know? And it's before everything is like formulaic where there it is no now. Instagram. Yeah. Right. We had to do blogs to talk to right. you. The blogs. We had to do blogs to hear from fans. Right. You know? Yeah. It was crazy. Um, personally, I think why I've always felt connected to you is because New York is such a Jewish city. And there aren't that many Jewish housewives of New York. If it, I, I don't think You and Heather. Bethany? Right? Was Heather Jewish or half Jewish? Heather is Jewish, but I don't think um, I think I don't mic. think Bethany's Jewish. You know, your mic is fine. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Um, and when you were introduced on Ultimate Girls Trip, they're like, "Jill's not here. She's doing a Jewish holiday," which just like made me so happy. And I said, "I'm a Jew." Yeah, like it's. And I'm proud to be a Jew. We love that. We love that. And there's really not a lot of Jewish. Yeah, claps for Jews. I'm a Jew. <laughs> Good for the Jews. Good for the Jews. Oh, I don't know. Go there. <laughs> but like, there's really not a lot of New York Jews or like Jewish representation on the Real Housewives of New York, which I find to be so bizarre because it's such a Jewish city. And they don't care. Right? No, they don't. It's so weird to me. It is what it is. Well, now yeah. Leah's a Jew, too. Well, Leah, yeah, Leah just converted. Do you know Leah? I, I met her like once or twice. She's nice. I think she might stay on the show. I think she's going to end up on the, the uh, new. The new. I do. I think they're going to hold on to one person. I think that would work. I do. If yeah. she brings on a cool crowd. Even though she was here saying she wanted to go to Legacy, like with her friends. Oh, 
I don't know if all her <laughs> friends are going to Legacy. I mean, and, and the other thing about Legacy, it's like, what is a Legacy? Is, is Legacy only the original four years mm -hmm. where the four of us were together, meaning Kelly and Sonia and whatever? Or is Legacy anybody who's been on more than two years? Is Legacy, I don't know. Good you know, question. That's a good question. I do you think know? Sonia would qualify as a Legacy. I do too. And yeah. I think Kelly does too. Yeah. yeah. I, I forgot do. about Kelly. Who's oh, Kelly? how could Kelly you forget Benzimo. about Kelly? Who's oh, Kelly? Are you kidding I'm me? Like, she's saying we Kelly, better erase like, this and do I'm that again. Like, who is she talking about? Of course, I follow Kelly Ben Simone on TikTok. Don't I was with start. her this weekend? She, that's so nice. Like that. I'm still friends with it, you know. A lot, Luann, right? Oh my God, yes, Kelly, Luann, Sonia, Ramona lives in my building. I live in her old apartment. What? what? Yes, I found out. She came over last week and she told me that she used to live in that apartment. How wow. Frightening. Before when she was married, before she married Mario, I think they were living together before they got married. Oh. Yeah, isn't that That's crazy? That's so nice. Yeah, it is. I mean, so it's just crazy. And you know, we're in a good place, then we're not in a great place. Of and course. we're in a good place. It's just nothing changes. That's what's so great. Yeah. It's not, not much has changed in the 15 years as far as the relationships yeah. between us. No, but it's like everything in the world changes, but Ramona and Jill are forever. I know. And it's that's, crazy. you know, so it's unfortunate. Everything works out the way it's supposed to. Yeah. The truth is now I'm so fulfilled. I work with my beautiful daughter, Allie, yes. who's a friend of yours. Clap. And clap. a fan of yours. <laughs> well, you like made a lot of waves during the pandemic because you started your own business. And at first it was like scrappy in your living room. And now it's like a full fledged. Can Allie come in yeah, and yeah, talk? Come, come, come. come. I want to, yeah, I want to show you guys what we've been doing. And you brought gifts, which we, is a, gr we, okay. is a great way to get invited back. We are the swag queens. Swag queens, that's important. Allie, we, can you do it because I'm kind of sunk in here? Can you, and with the dog and the mic, can you show and Oh, tell? show us? Yeah, yeah, show us. You show Jill talks. Whose is whose? Yeah, that's well, good. Whoever you guys can trade. This oh, one sure, making no, that's not. That's that looks like that. I thought it'd be good for the baby. The oh, my God, oh, thank that's you. So you have a baby? Yeah, yeah, yeah she just had a baby. A baby? Mm-hmm. You I are should. a baby. No, I know. <laughs> How old? 29. Oh, my God. Yeah, I had Allie at 29. She went to you look like a baby. You look like a baby, though. I'm a beauty tool. Congratulations. Wow. Oh, my God. Did yeah. you have a girl or a boy? A boy. Oh, my God. Mom His name is Harry. He's so cute. I love the name I Harry. I named him after Harry. Harry Dubin. I knew it. You were going to say Harry Dubin. Oh, my God. My, oh, my God. So, so you funny. do beauty so now? Do you, have? you have candles? Beauty tools, bags, Look how great these are. Here, show them. How that is so Harry, cute. Exactly. Thank you so much. I can never have enough jade rollers. Oh, I don't want to say it. ice rollers. And then obviously more phone charms for yourself. Please. Oh, so. phone charm. Oh, well, look at this. I'm ready dressed the other night. I literally was. Oh my god, I love dying that. It's a great beach um, bag. Is this a great little bag? So cute. So no, I have this beach bag in other no, colors. No, no, yeah, you do. Oh, I have some of your candles in my house. I have sweatshirts. Manifestation candles. I have candles. everything. We have, by the way, we have the best Bravo swag. Better yes, than you do. Anybody. It's better than shopbybravo.com. 100%. I mean, come on. Our, our New York sweatshirt yep. established. Beverly Hills established. And then, you know, we did a tagline for each of the girls from the Ultimate Girls Trip. And I gave oh. each one of them a sweatshirt with their tagline. And oh, some of them wore it around the house. We'll yeah. see if it shows up. Right. And it even had like... We went, you know, most of the time you can get a printed sweatshirt, whatever. We embroidered the apple or the diamond or the peach That's on the so sleeve. Nice. We embroidered it. So it like gave it a little bit of special. Some of them even have the episode it came from on the sleeve. So, you, have to you know, people out. ask us a lot, like, how do you guys work together? You don't kill each other. I can never work with my sister. But you guys are in business together now. And I'm curious if you prefer it to being in business with strangers or it's better or worse. Would you like to answer that? <laughs> sure. Can you hear me? I'm yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're just talking. Um, I think, you know, I worked in corporate before COVID, and because of circumstances, I was like, go for my job, like a lot of other people. Mm -hmm. And we never would have probably planned for this. And I always distance myself from the housewives and from reality TV to like do my own career, my own path, like on my own. Like I never brought up, you no. know, the she show never or anything. Was it hard? 
Like being yeah, a kid. No, this is what I want to know. Was it hard being a kid in the city, going to high school with your mom on the show, before it was like universally accepted as cool? Back when yeah. it was like guilty pleasure. It was really hard. It was yeah. really embarrassing. Really? Uh, you guys were in the city. I'm sure yeah. you heard rumors and when NYC Prep started. Right. Yeah. Allie so cast it. Yeah, I, I could have seen you on NYC Prep. I, I, I did Thank God she didn't. Yeah. Agreed. Um, because they wanted this like fantasy of Gossip Girl IRL. Right. But you can't do that. It's you not how it is. You know, kids drinking. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, it was embarrassing. I mean, Instagram didn't exist, which probably would have made it worse if yeah. Instagram and TikTok existed when we were in high school. Yeah. Um, but I think, and even now still, it's a guilty pleasure. People are embarrassed and still talk about that I watch The Housewives, mm-hmm. my guilty pleasure. Like, it's our secret for the girls' night. Mm-hmm. Um, so I still think there's a stigma around it. But now that everyone, like, is their own boss and has their own platform, it's definitely more normalized and yeah. more common. What but happened to those girls from New York City Prep? Do we know? We you know just what? We're looking into dive. them. There's a deep dive on it. Um, some of them got married. Some of them are off the grid. Um, it's very unclear Kelly because they, got do, married. they don't have huge social media. And if they do, they're private. Wow. Kelly got married. Kelly. Sebastian got married. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. She got married. Sebastian. That was such a crazy time. But you guys like working together. Yes. Was the original question that I... I think that we both bring stuff to the table that's very different. Um, Like, I lean on her more for, like, being the yes or no person, the final answer. And I kind of, like, do everything else. Like, the... the actual like groundwork, the dirty work, like getting you know really really dirty. Allie does the dirty and then work. I on her to be like, is it approved or not approved? Literally. Like yes yeah. or no. You do the big phone calls, the big accounts. Like you're you're you come in as I'm, like I'm I'm sales right. face of in a lot of right. ways, and then Allie digs in. So like we'll have a big meeting with a corporate with a big customer and their president or whatever, and we'll have a conversation. And then when it gets trickled down to the buyer or whatever, then Allie goes to work and Allie gets right. involved and Got does it. the details, writes the orders, makes sure it follows the shipping and all that. But get but I source the goods, I place the orders, um, finances, I, I pay for everything. <laughs> So I have to have three other jobs to do that. Right, right, right. right. And then, you know, we have a great team. Alyssa and Bailey are here, and we've got our team in Jersey. We have an, uh, a warehouse in New Jersey and Connecticut. Wow. Um, I'm based in Boca, so that's right. where I am most of the time. Uh, so, you know, we're busy. And you're doing this full-time now, Allie? Full-time. That's And that's awesome. Jill and Allie. Then I have my rugs. Which, which I have I two know. of in my house. And and I have to say... Nothing is easier to clean up dog piss Thank than, you. and I it vacuums so well. There's not a single stain on it. I've Thank had it you. for four years. That's wow. a long time. From Wayfair. It is one of my favorite rugs, and I probably will never buy another rug that's not Jill's Aaron. I swear Thank to you. God. And well, I, I have that more honestly. coming. What a testament. Thank you. We're working on our next line for next year. I'm working on a Hamptons collection. Ooh, Amazing. We need one add, in the studio. We need to add that print to the collection. I think we have it already in the printed print oh, collection. Okay. Well, <laughs> we have some more collections coming out. I just came out. So we have our cleanable rugs, indoor and outdoor, that are dog and pee and everything. But I also have a higher end, a little bit of wool. Do not have an animal if you want oh. wool rugs. Like, I could put it here because you don't really have animals yeah. here, do you? Um, well, we do. We do. But Johnson. I have a pink and white rug that's perfect for the we'll set. Send it. Well, we need a new rug. It. We need a new rug. Right. You, need a, you yeah. definitely need a new rug. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> don't I don't care. It's not my rug. Don't look down. It's a white rug. White rugs with shoes. No, this is our fourth one. We cycle through them after they get dirty. Yeah, no, no, no. It's time for new rock. And I make this in white, by the way. I do have this color. Oh, fabulous. And it's it's stain proof. So it sounds like you are, like us, a mogul. Allie, I'm I'm pitching her to be 30 under 30 for Forbes. I'm so bad. That's the bucket list. I don't have much. Got it. That's a bucket list. Did you guys? No. We've never done that. How old are you? 
29. Oh, same. Like, time's running out. Time's running out. <laughs> this, is this is it. So if we anybody know. from Forbes is listening, <laughs> yeah, what do we have to do? Jackie. She deserves it. She does deserve Fly it. Is a little bit. Well, she did a lot of charity during the pandemic. Or a lot, you oh, know, that's just true. so many well, things. You guys love the masks. Yeah. Amazing. No, that's that's true. Actually, I could see we you gave away on, millions, of especially for masks. They love stuff like that. It was a good. It was a good run. So where can everyone shop? Shop Jill and Alley. Shop Jill and Alley. Jill and Alley. Dot com. Jill and Dot com. for the rugs, the swag, but they're both on the top of the website. You can they toggle between. You can yes. toggle between. Oh, I love you that on the website. Toggle, yes, toggle. she knows. She knows. <laughs> Bravo, toggle. And you can use Ashri 15 for 15%. Ashri 15. O-S-H-R-Y. Thank you for the gifts. That was literally so nice of and unnecessary. Course. And thank you for coming. We love watching you on the new show. It's so nice. It's like Have peace has been restored yes. in the universe. Jill Zarin is Nature's, back on the so you must Nature call is me. You may, you, you may want me back one more time. Okay. When, after I haven't seen the next two. I saw it tomorrow. You, it's must watch tomorrow. Really? Okay. Yeah. It's gonna just expose a lot of things. Oh, wow. we love exposure. It's gonna we love expose an expose. A lot of questions are gonna get answered tomorrow. I think. Okay. For people who might be curious about certain things. Oh, I'm Can't ready for that. Wait. On my way. Thank you guys so much for listening. This, uh, if you're listening as a podcast, we are back uh, tomorrow with a remote episode. So thank you so much for listening. Have an amazing day. Have a great and day. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye, Bye guys. Woo!